Welcome listeners to Live Music Showcase here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. I'm your host, Ken Apperson. We're here every Friday at 2 p.m. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And uh, I, I couldn't be more thrilled to introduce one of my favorite people in the Tampa Bay music scene right now. This man, if there was a picture in the dictionary for self-made musician, I think this guy's photo would be there. <laughs> he's done just about everything. He's been a touring musician. He's been a gigging musician. He's done all of the small rooms. He's done a lot of really big rooms and huge audiences, 10,000 plus people, played all over the world. I could spend maybe the entire show setting him up, but I'll, I'll let him uh, introduce himself a little bit more. Nathan Mitchell is on the show today. How you doing, man? Doing good, man. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. You know me. I get real excited about this oh, kind yeah. of stuff. Me and Nathan go way back. Can I call you Nate? That's right. Okay, I appreciate that. Not anybody else can call him Nate. <laughs> we go back. I can get away with it. If you want to tune in right now uh, to the Facebook uh, live stream, we've got a full production live stream going on today. If you're a fan of the show, you already know WMNF's Live Music Showcase on Facebook. Go follow the page, hit the notification button, and find out when we're going to go live. We're live right now. You can tune in. You can watch the whole show live. You can also listen to this show at WMNF.org live, or you can hear it in the archive when you go and find our show, Live Music Showcase, on there. You can follow us on Instagram at live underscore music underscore showcase. I made it a little easier for everybody at this point. Uh, (laughs) And there's a number of other ways you can listen to the show, too. Maybe we'll talk about those a little bit more. But, Nate, I'd love to dive into the first song. You are a smooth jazz musician. Yes. And smooth jazz, for people that don't listen to smooth jazz, has kind of a stigma about it, like elevator music, things like that. Uh, I believed that for a long time. Right. Until I got to know you and got to see what you've been able to do with this music and got to hear it. And I honestly get to enjoy it. You know, I turn it on in the morning when I'm making my coffee oh, and right. I like walk around the house <laughs> and that it's it's my relaxation music. So thank you for giving that to us. But I want to dive into the first song here. Uh, I think it's called Inspiration. Inspiration. Let's yeah. See. All right.
Welcome to Live Music Showcase (laughs) on WMNF. We're live in studio with Nathan Mitchell uh, playing that beautiful baby green piano. Oh, this thing sounds great. Yeah, you happy with it? It sounds great. I know you have a discerning feel and a discerning ear. Yeah, man. And, uh, I mean, you sound great on it, obviously. Oh, man, it feels good. The live stream's already lighting up with your fans. Oh, that's what's up. They're already in Hello, hello, hello. Watching and listening, so... Uh, yeah, feel free if you're in the live stream now. Leave a comment, leave a question. Who knows if you uh, if you ask good questions, I might even ask it on air. You never know. I might even uh, say your name on air too and say where the question came from. Feel free to leave a comment uh, in there. So Nathan, anytime we've worked together, we've worked together on a couple of projects in yes. a semi similar atmosphere like this, where it's uh, music and interview and all that stuff. And honestly. You know, the music is fantastic, but I, I always really like to make sure that listeners, especially listeners who've never heard you before, they don't just get to hear the music, they get to kind of experience the man behind it. And you have had such a, a fascinating journey in music and in life in general and how those you know those things kind of interwove uh, throughout the years. And you've done so much since the last time I've seen you too. Like, I mean, you're, you're up for another NAACP Image Award. Right. Third year in a row you've Third been nominated. Yeah. That's huge. I think third time's the charm. I think uh, that's right. We're crossing our fingers. That's right. Everybody else, cross your fingers too. Maybe send a message or two to the uh, NAACP organization <laughs> right. and be like, "Hey, my guy Nathan uh, should be uh, the guy." Anyway, that's right. You've done that. You're you're part of uh, the Grammy. Say it again. The Recording Academy. The Grammy Recording Academy. You've charted on the Billboard Smooth Jazz charts. I mean, you are you're quintessential pro in every way. Homegrown here in the Tampa Bay area. Correct? Well, not necessarily. I mean, I've lived here for the past, what, uh, 10 years, and um, and it's been a great experience. Um, one thing I can definitely say is Tampa Bay was really a major breeding ground for um, the career path that I'm on. Um, when I came here, I wasn't thinking about this path, and it just kind of somewhat fell in my lap. So, When you came here, what was the path you were thinking about? Um, actually, it was, well, me coming here, it was just mainly just kind of, I was doing a lot of church stuff, yeah. uh, working in a lot of church ministries, and then, but I kind of took a break from it uh at the time when i did move here because you know at the time i moved here it was during uh the rough times of my wife being sick with that cancer right so you know the story i mean we could talk about it you know very freely you know sure but um uh you know we we when i came here i had no expectations i had no musical expectations i wasn't even looking to really get involved into anything musically here and even though i did have some roots here i was connected to some people it was just it was just not Something that I, it wasn't a priority. It wasn't something I was just really thinking about. Sure. Like it, it was, um, you, you really at that point didn't realize that your life was going to go in the direction Correct. that it has. Right. So at what point did you kind of realize, okay, this is the direction I'm going to go in now? Well, what happened now. was um, I was actually out of town and uh, a mutual friend of ours, Frank Richardson, third. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, drummer. So he um, gave me a call and he was saying, hey, you know, um, I need a keyboard player <laughs> for uh, a smooth jazz show that was taking place in Boca Raton at this new spot, jazz spot that was opening up, uh, which is real famous now, the Funky Biscuit. Okay. So um, I actually told him no. Oh, okay. I told him no actually a couple times because I, I was just wasn't in the mood of playing. Uh, you know, it was six months. I stopped playing, just kind of yeah. just taking time to really kind of focus on mm-hmm. me and my my kids. You know, that was. Pretty much, I mean, that literally was the beginning of, you know, us trying to transition into a new lifestyle without mm-hmm. uh, my partner. So, um, third, you know, I've been knowing third for years. So, he was sure. just like, listen, I need my big brother. <laughs> so, when he said that, 
<clears throat> it triggered me to say yes. So I said yes, and uh, the first show that I played uh, was with my very good friends, Marcus Anderson and um, Will Donato, and uh, that was at the uh, Funky Biscuit. So I went down there, played it, and I it was just an amazing experience. Uh, I mean, that was the first time I really played since the passing of my wife. So a lot of emotions came from uh, me playing. Uh, and it was just it was just great. And then next thing happened, um, honestly, uh, I think Will or Marcus, somebody went back and told the management, the booking staff that booked uh, the gig. And they reached out to That's me. That's how it happens. They reached out to me. And when they reached out to me, they asked me would I be interested in playing for the roster. Yeah. So when I started playing for the roster, and he had like a lot of um, uh, intermediate artists on yeah. there that had names, mm-hmm. had stuff on the Billboard charts. Started with them, and then I started getting calls from A-list artists. So literally, it was a situation that just kind of fell in my lap, and yeah. I just kind of took it and ran with it. See, I, I would love to talk a little <laughs> bit more about, I know it's a sensitive subject, but if we could, I, I think that that's such a valuable piece of information about right. what you went through and what you and your wife and your family went through. Um, I, I want to talk about that, but mm-hmm. I'd love to hear another song first. Okay. Can we hear that? What do you want to hear? Let's hear, uh, let's hear uh, he has like Groove. My, he has yeah. my whole playlist. I've got, so. I've got control over this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hear that one. All right. You're listening to Live Music Showcase, live in studio with Nate Mitchell.
You're listening to Live Music Showcase here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. I'm your host, Ken Apperson. We're live in studio with Mr. Nathan Mitchell. I love the groove on that. I love the bass track. And so I, I love that you you compose all of this music. You write all of this music. You you play a lot of it, too. Right. And on, on the, that particular song, yeah. uh, well, pretty much... Um, on all my albums, I, I record, I do everything myself. Sometimes I have features come in. Um, the most I do outsource is probably some guitar parts. Yeah. But uh, that song song was um, really great for me because, you know, that song actually brought a lot of notoriety from Sirius XM. Yeah. Um, and also um, just other channels as well, you know, out there on the major market. And then, too, you know, the bass feature. A lot of people didn't know I played bass, so I actually played the bass uh, solo on there as well so it was it, that song did very well for me see that's one of my favorite things about you too and and we'll talk about it a little bit more later on as far as like your your versatility when it comes to just in different instruments because you know we've played gigs together in oh, the yeah. past and you'd show up and drum you drums one me, time you have me on everything you show up on bass one time <laughs> you fill in for me at other gigs when i was playing solo stuff and you're like yeah, yeah i'll just play guitar and i'll say and you killed it like every time i, I definitely want to dive into that in a little while but um i i think that Again, one of the most important things about like telling your story is telling about is talking about the the adversity that you've dealt with right. in in your life and in your family's life yeah. and the things that you guys have overcome. So, I know that your your fans and your followers know this story really well already, but for the people who are just meeting you for the first time, uh, so your your wife was sick with cancer. Correct. And she passed away. That's right. And that was kind of a formative moment for you, right? That was the most devastating moment. Yeah. You know, of all time. In fact, it was a major turning point of trying to figure out which direction to go in. Um, you know, I mean, we were married for since 1998. Yeah. So, um, you know, she passed away in 2010. Yeah. We were together for three or three years before we even got married. So there's a lot of connection that we had um, that was built, a covenant. We really, I mean, we have a strong faith base. Covenant is very important to us. So, I mean, you know, <clears throat> as young as we were when I, we got married. How old were you when you got married? 23. 23. So mm -hmm. the design was, this is what we're going to do as partners, visionaries together. We have a purpose design. So it was very difficult because at the point of death, it's like, okay, the plans just changed. What do I do now? Yeah. So, um, you know, it was, I mean, it was something, you know, and... Um, I mean, you have to be struggling with the... I mean, obviously, you're struggling with the emotions of that, of losing... Of course. ...your person and your, and your kids struggling with that. And, out, and then on top of that, like your profession and your passion, like everything suddenly gets... And tell me if I'm wrong. I'm just asking from, mm -hmm. from an outsider's perspective. You... You must hit a point where like everything gets kind of like a, a quality check. It's like, what do, what do I really want to be doing? Do I want to do this? Do I want to be doing this? Do I want to be doing music? Yeah, I don't. Well, you know what? I actually want to backtrack that. I don't. Okay. I would not say a quality check. Okay. I would say a pause. Okay. Sure. Because more of you, you just don't know. Okay. Because before, you know, I mean, you know, and. You know how we talk all the time. Sure. You know, and I know you went through a relationship situation and you just kind of changed out of that and went, you know, and it's sure. just like, you know, we, 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 we have plans. We have purpose. We, you know, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I think I know what you're going to say. Go ahead. We, we have plans and purpose. Yeah. And to get to a point, I mean, and especially, you know, how me and you talk, we, we always have a, uh, a, a backup to the backup. Yeah. 
that, we try that to makes at least. right. We always try to have a yeah. backup to the backup. Mm-hmm. But this situation put me at a point of what am I going? I don't know what to do. The shoots have failed. There's no backup. I have shoot. no. There I'm is falling. no backup. Right. What do I do? What do I do? I'm out of. Con- I don't have no more control. Yeah. And, you know, and that is where everything just kind of like wait, it stopped. Yeah. So and then at the time, you know, um, my daughter, she was one. Yeah. She was born through the cancer. Um, my son at the time was eight years old. So it was like a lot to uh, contend with because one, when my daughter was born, a lot of people don't know, my, my daughter's health was at risk as well. Yeah. You know, um, literally the the day after we funeralized my wife, I had to take my daughter to the hospital. Oh, she was wow. in the hospital for two to three weeks and she, she had a very bad pneumonia and the doctors was like, she's going to have to want to be here. Yeah. In short. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was just like, it was a very, it was just very, uh, uh, life challenging, a, life, a lot of life challenges. And um, at the end of the day, you know, there were times where I just didn't have the pleasure of mourning or the pleasure of sadness or the pleasure. Um, the only thing I had um, the pleasure of doing was fighting, you know, and that was, that was where it was at for me. Now, what do you mean by fighting? Fighting meaning that I had to be the strength for um, my wife. I had to be the strength for my daughter. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to do everything to keep my, make sure my son's emotions are together mm-hmm. and all of that, keeping him on a path because something like that, I mean, as an eight year old, that can really just change, you know, and, it's I've, formative. and I've heard stories of, you know, um, kids that have lost their, uh, their, their, the parent and they've gone down some of the roughest paths, you know, and I'm, and I'm just very thankful. Like my son, uh, right now, he's a second year student at Berkeley. At Berkeley, School yeah. School of Music. Mm-hmm. Um, he is um, an AB student. He's doing very well, you know. That's he, phenomenal. Sometimes he, he does ask for me to put my hands around his neck. <laughs> okay. He, he asked for it okay. a couple times. Okay. But you know, um, you know, he he recovers, right, <laughs> and remembers. But yeah. you know, but um, I'm really proud of him. You know, but th- I look at him and I think about you know he was eight years old. Now he's 19. It's like wow, yeah, you know, kid, you did it. Mm-hmm. You know, my daughter, same thing. She's 13 now. I'm looking like wow, you know, she did it. You did it as a father. You know, whatever you did. That's right. Just you just gotta. You know, the thing is, you just gotta be a parent. You know. Yeah. You don't abandon being a parent. Yeah. And, you know, there's a void. They're like, you know, I, I know a lot of people that say, oh, yeah, my father, you know, he's supported, but he's not really loving. I'm a very, I, I would say I'm a very uh, passionate person. I tell him I love him. I give him hugs. I give my son a kiss today, you know, and he'd be like, stop. You know, I'm like, no, but no <laughs> sure. I'm not going to stop. You're still my little boy. You, yeah. You're still my young lion. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, you just got to give give them that affection and then to keep them on track of understanding you have to have vision purpose. See, I think that that's excellent. I think that's great leadership and great guidance. And, uh, uh, you know, hands around the neck, figuratively, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, mostly figuratively. Bart, more so like Simpson. Bart Simpson style. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Simpson style. Wow. I love that. That's that's good. Just want to clarify for any yeah, uh, just, any of uh, the well, sheriff's county that might be listening right, right, right now. It's okay. <laughs> There's no actual domestic violence going no, on in no, the Nate no. Mitchell household. <laughs> just making that crystal clear for the listeners out there. Uh, so, all right. So, I want to dive into a little bit of the some of the stuff that you and I have experienced together on stage because I'm, I'm honored to get to say that I've actually gotten to share the stage with you a couple times. Not going to be too uh, self-glorifying here because I'm more interested in your perspective on some of that stuff, but I want to hear another song first. Okay. So let's, uh, let's hear Swing City. Swing City. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That did good for us on the charts. Yeah. 
You're listening to Live Music Showcase on 88.5. We're live in studio with Nathan Mitchell. Just a few comments from the live stream here. We've got quite a few. Uh, your fans are blowing it up, man. And oh, it's all, man. it's nothing but uh, remarks on how terrible it is. Oh, sorry, I, said, I meant oh. opposite, opposite, opposite. Thank you. <laughs> Did I throw you for a minute? Thank you, Ross. <laughs> we love you here in New York. That's Susie Oliver. Uh, let's see, Julia James. Nathan, you are a remarkable man and are so loved. Uh, we've got dancing emojis, so much talent. We appreciate you sharing yours from Car Carmen Bruner. Thank you so much. Uh, let's see, Susie commented about the conversation we were just having. I'm so sorry to hear all this. God is good. Look where you're now. Again, I say God is good. Something in there. Uh, cool. Let's go, bro. That's my producer, Michael L. Lloyd. That's your <laughs> That's producer. That's right. The Here's Lloyd Project. I like that. That's cool. So, uh, you know, I love that people are, are hanging out, listening. Make sure if you're listening right now, if you're watching the live stream, make sure you guys hit that follow button yes. and hit that notification button because that way, every time we go live, you'll get a notification and you can tune in every time. We have music on every single week, every Friday, 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. Check it out. So... Uh, we've gotten to share the stage a couple of times. Yes. And frankly, I'm kind of like selfishly going to use this as a okay. moment where I can I can <laughs> like pull a little like honesty out of an out of the artist, the guest, i.e. you today. Okay. But so like we played a couple of shows, right? And they seem to go really well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm always curious to know, like I'm always the front guy. I'm, I'm almost never the guy who's playing guitar on the side. I'm usually the guy singing. Um, you've always been such an incredible balance of like talent and ability and uh, patience mm -hmm. and humbleness. Like we've played some shows before that didn't go so well. I remember we played at Ruby's one night and right. we had another drummer play, or I don't remember if, I don't remember if you were on drums or somebody else was on drums and you were, oh, you know what it was? We had another drummer and you were on keys. <laughs> right, 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 right. And we just couldn't find that cohesive thing. With him. With yeah, him. Yeah. And we were we were both kind of like losing our cool a little bit. I was losing my cool. I don't know. Oh, yeah. if, I don't know if you were losing your cool because I couldn't tell. Right. But I did see a moment and I've seen it before on other stages where the musicians that are like trying to like deal with the other one are just they just shut down. They're like, mm -hmm. Okay, I'm gonna get through this. Right. What's the worst you've ever lost it at a gig? In that, in a situation like that, in a situation like that, honestly, there hasn't really been. You ever blown up? No, just kind of lost it. No, not no. I wouldn't not, expect it. Not really. No, you know, it doesn't mean that I was a volcano inside. Right, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so where do you put that then? You where know, do you take that? You've got that. You know, like I wouldn't say. You know what? Guy, Actually, man. let me pull this because. There's probably some musicians out there that were big different. The only time that you probably <laughs> see the energy out of me where it's kind of like, you know, yo, what's up? Is when I feel like I have to pull mm -hmm. the energy from a musician. Yeah. You know, um, I'm the kind of person, like, if I'm playing with a musician, especially if I hire you, there's a certain potential that I already see in you. Mm -hmm. You know, and I there's something there that I see that's very special. And it's just like any person that's more of a mentor it's frustrating to see someone's potential that doesn't see it for themselves. Yeah, for sure. So it's like, I'm pulling you, I'm pulling mm -hmm. you, I'm pulling you, but you're not seeing it. Of know. the musicians that you've worked with, who would you say is like a success story that like you first saw them or first played with them and it was like, 
this is driving me crazy. And now maybe you're seeing them in a different light. Do you oh, have anyone like that? my drummer. Yeah? My, my current drummer. Who's Simi that? Simeon Moore. Simeon, Simeon yeah. Moore. Oh, man. When Simeon, um, literally Simeon, he started uh, the industry with me. Yeah. I took him, I'll never forget, we took him, I took him to uh, Philly. If you're listening right now and you know Simeon, let him know we're talking about yeah, him Yeah, we're radio. talking to 88. him. 88.5, turn so the we, dial. <laughs> we took him, uh, I took him to uh, Philadelphia. We played at Penn's Landing and we were there with uh, Lynn Roundtree, Jeff Bradshaw, uh, David, um, David P. Stevens on guitar. Heavy hitters in the oh, yeah. smooth jazz. Oh, world. yeah. yeah. And, and and this was a, um, I mean, this was a Live Nation gig. Yeah. So, you what was the audience size? Oh, gosh. You know, as far as I can see. As yeah. far as I can see. Thousands. And um, that was Simeon's first gig. Oh. So, I remember, <laughs> yeah, that was his first gig on the road. So, when I took him on the road, it was like, okay, first thing I did was sit him down and was like, listen, first off, these are the do's and don'ts. Don'ts, when you get there, you're in you're in show mode when you get off the plane. I'll dive into that in a little bit. Keep going. I'm sorry. You know, you just had me think of something really poignant because okay. I okay. always try to make this show kind of like a, a toolbox for musicians right, to, right, to right. do. So those do's and don'ts. I want to talk about those in a minute, but please continue. Yeah. So I mean, and I gave him literally. I gave him the shirt. I said, you you can either make this an opportunity where you play today, get your check today, and go home, <laughs> or you can make this an opportunity that leads to something else. You know, right. Moving forward. Mm -hmm. I'm so proud of him. Because, uh, you know, not only is he established his own name now from that one gig. I remember uh, we went to um, the Mexico and, you know, just to kind of touch it just very briefly. Simeon told me he wanted to be a professional musician and, sure. you know, his father was a musician. Okay. And I'll never forget, we were in Mexico. I took him overseas. I was, took him overseas for the first time. We went to uh, Los Cabos and we did the Los Cabos Jazz Festival. And when we got there... Um, he uh, FaceTimed his father and at the time his father was in hospital okay so um, and he was he just Simeon just started crying on you know he probably gonna <laughs> talk about me later about this but he just I just remember he just started crying because he was dad look where I'm at and his father was so excited because you know his father being a drummer uh, and his father has passed away since then but he was literally, it's like he set the foundations for him and now Simeon is actually living a dream that his father was like proud of him. He was like, yo, I thought I was going to have it, but you got it. So to see him constantly excelling, you know, like he plays with me, he plays with multiple artists on the road and his largest act, he recently just uh, started playing with Elder Barge. Oh, wow. So, so now, you know, I got to try to figure out how to pay him based on a debarge pay scale which <laughs> <laughs> like alright I gotta up your right. <laughs> you're in a so, new tax bracket now right okay. exactly I love that well I want to dive into those do's and don'ts that you yes. were going to mention that you told him because that information is invaluable yeah. to musicians but I want to do the next song mm -hmm. first if that's okay what's with that you. what we got uh, oh Simply Beautiful Simply Beautiful I love Simply Beautiful oh yeah this is a great song
You're listening to Live Music Showcase here on 88.5 WMNF. I'm your host, Ken Apperson. We're live in studio today with Nathan Mitchell here on this beautiful baby grand piano in the My Guys Instead studio here at the station. So uh, before that last song, which, by the way, uh, Simply Beautiful, uh, it's simply good looking. Uh, <laughs> simply beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. Well done. Beautiful composition. I talk about it all the time on this show. And for the music fans out there that are like writing music, creating space in yes. a composition is so, so important. Yeah. Unless you're in like an acid bluegrass band. Uh, or any kind of band that the genre starts with acid, mm-hmm. usually you can just fill all the space, play all the notes, and you're good. Everything else, right. we need to create some room for for breath. Right. We need to be able to breathe through. <clears throat> and for all the chops that you have, obviously, on the piano, uh, I don't ever hear you like fully just go all out, blow chops, Jerry Lee Lewis style. And I like that. I think that's perfect for the the style of music that you're playing mm-hmm. because every time what's that saying if you if you um it's miles davis okay it's not about the notes you play it's the notes you don't play correct it's the spaces between them and one thing is for me um i'm big on make every note count yeah so the fewer notes you have the yeah. more the notes you play count and precision precision um you know i don't believe in if i'm gonna play it has to sound like not <laughs> right. It's like it has Appreciate to be. That. Yeah. See that oh. was bad. See right exactly. Oh. So back to the woodshed. It's back to the woodshed. Everything. <laughs> every note has to play. It has yeah. to count. You. I want it to sound like it was meant to be played. Yeah. And then you know one thing about me, uh, I've always been uh, a fan of how um, guitars and horn players execute sound. Sure. It sounds vocal. Yeah. It sounds like a voice. It sounds like a voice. And that's been one of the things that I've been trying to emulate on piano. I want it to sound like a voice. I love that. Yeah. I love that. So as far as like advice goes to the listeners, that's a great little tidbit right there. But you were talking a minute ago about the, you sat Simeon down and you said, these are the do's, these are the don'ts for this level of a show. Right. In terms of like Live Nation, thousands of people perform, uh, thousands of people in the audience. This is the next level of performance. What were some of those don'ts for starters? Don't come to the gig late. Don't come late. Like it? Don't come there and tell the artist what to do. Okay. Don't come in there and think that you have it all. Okay. Don't be afraid to make a mistake. Ah, okay. Don't be afraid to recover Okay. from the mistake. Yeah. Don't be like some of the local guys that you know. <laughs> you know, there's a funny thing that happens, <laughs> and I know you know I know you know this because right. we've played with people that have had, had this happen. You play in bars and restaurants long enough, right. and you get enough people who are inebriated telling you that you're the greatest thing they've ever seen. Right. And you start believing it. Right. When in the reality, you're maybe the greatest thing they've ever seen in, that in a bar. Area. Right. Or in Correct. that particular area code. Correct. But that doesn't mean you're the next level that That's you right. might think you are. That's right. I mean, humility is comes one of two ways. I mean, like right now, there's this young kid I hear that's like 12 years old, 13 years old on piano. And he is just 
amazing you know um i'm like put me up two acts before he even decides to go up you know not before when he does go up just yeah. if he decides he wants to go up i've already gone up two acts before him because mm-hmm. he's just amazing <laughs> you don't want to be associated i don't want to be nowhere near follow it. that right. guy i don't right. want to open exactly. for that guy yeah sure but he's just like you know but it, it just comes in so many different fashions and which is one of the reasons why I like playing local gigs. Yeah. There's been gigs I've played where it's been, hey, $75. And this is while I'm doing the big gigs that are getting the serious money. But I do it because there's a humility factor that comes with it uh, by playing those gigs. Second, I also do those gigs too because it. I feel like it's the woodshed for me. Mm -hmm. There's a uh, pretty much all the songs that I have learned, I learned them in the woodshed. I didn't learn them on the big stage. I learned them at the Ruby Elixirs or the small gigs that we used to do together Mm -hmm. or taking on the challenge. Well, you know what? Um, When you call, be like, hey, Nate, can you come do this gig? Do it on guitar. And I'm like, hmm, you know what? I'm not going to say no because you just challenged me to figure out 30 songs (laughs) that I could put together on guitar. Mm -hmm. And if I could execute that, it, it puts me in a frame of uh, learning. And one of my mottos to a lot of, the, well, to everyone, even for myself, is always be a student. I love that. Always be a student. So with that, I'd love to, uh, we'll do, if we have time, two more, but we'll, do, we'll definitely do uh, Groove Therapy. Okay. If you want, I, I want to hear Groove Therapy. Okay. Because I love that song. Yeah, let's do it.
That's our show today. Live music showcase here on 88.5 WMNF. Coming up next, we have the Rhythm Revival with Reverend Billy. One of my favorite shows on the station. You hear some of the best music, the most legendary music by the most legendary players, and they do a little bit of a deep dive. Tell you a little bit about those songs and where they came from and the artists that made them. Nathan, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you for having me, Ken. We have such a great crew, a great staff here on this show. Sound mixer Mark Perfetti over there on the ones and twos on the mixing console, making everything sound absolutely gorgeous. Our video director, Bob Hoke. Camera, Marcy Connors. Video production, Richard Stone. Audio assistant, Pamela Robinson. And the board op today, making sure we get out to the airwaves, nice and clear, is Brian Van Fleet. Thank you so much for listening to this show. We are every Friday at 2 p.m. You can hear us live on 88.5 FM. You can hear us live at WMNF.org. You can listen to this episode and every other episode you've ever heard of this show for at least the past two years in the archive on WMNF.org. Or you can consume this episode and last month's episodes everywhere you get podcasts. Just search Live Music Showcase. Nathan Mitchell, you can find him on all the places where you stream music. Just search Nathan Mitchell Music. You'll find it. So I thought maybe you could take us out with one last song, if that's okay. How about uh, Do I Do? Man, you know what? And let me say this. Ken, you really do a great job with this. <laughs> like, I mean, this is... I'm working on it. I'm like, <laughs> You ready? Let's do it, man. Let's do it.